raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time. Hey! Yeah. You know what? I like the players. No dickity, no doubt. Coach, I'd like to have a meeting. Okay, let's have a meeting. What do you mean I'm off the team? Basically, that is my new play in one act called Shaquille Leonard. What happened? It, it's it's going to star the late Fred Willard. Oh, gone too soon. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. What did happen where Shaquille Leonard is waived by the Colts? Is this a problem with uh, his 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 ability to, to move? The surgeries were not as successful as believed. He's not the same guy. Is there a locker room problem? Was there a problem with him and, and the front office? JMV joins us. He's the voice of sports in Indiana, 93.5, 107.5, the fan. Uh, and uh, let's talk about your, your yesterday, your mind in your own business. You get the news that uh, Shaquille Leonard had been waived from the team. Your first take. Uh, Matt, he was not performing well enough. At some point, they were going to cut him loose. I just thought, Tony, it was going to be at the end of the season. The timing, the timing didn't make a great deal of sense, and that's why I kind of you know, dove into a little bit of research to see exactly you know, what was going on. Was there some financials here as far as you know, uh, de-escalators to where they would save some money if they did it right now compared to doing it uh, once the season was complete? Uh, there was nothing going on in the locker room. As you mentioned a little bit earlier, you're talking about it, as I heard, and you know, he had his turkey giveaway yesterday, two hours after he was released, and he had a lot of his teammates out there, and obviously his teammates and friends, he was very liked in that locker room, had his back on that. Um, granted, at the end of the season, he was going to get cut because how much he made compared to what he actually gave on that field, coming off the field on third down and such, was not going to match up. But the timing yesterday was a bit odd to me, and you know, we had some conspiracy theories. We had some thoughts as to why maybe they did it, but they chose yesterday for that Shaquille Leonard level of accountability, I guess, from Shane Steichen. Let's get into the conspiracy stuff in in just a, a moment. Yeah. Um, the the level of play, describe it. Uh, remember, he had the back surgery and the other issues. What was happening this season? Was it an inability to get to the quarterback for, for a sack or an inability to get on the field? Well, he wasn't the playmaker that he was a uh, year before last. Remember? year before last, he was just a playmaking machine. He just was. He was, you know, getting the ball out, turning the ball over. And really, you look at that team defensively, Tony, and without him, they would have been an absolute mess. I mean, he was the reason why we were talking about him in terms, I think, uh, November of two years ago as defensive MVP in the NFL. Um, He was just that good. And then you had the injuries. You had the back issues. You had the, the nerve damage they had to go through. And it was evident that his playmaking ability was no longer there. Plus, Gus Bradley's system was not as conducive to him being that playmaker as Matt Eberflus when he was the defensive coordinator here, and that system was. So you take a hit from that. You take a hit just inevitably because of injuries in the NFL – 
And he was a guy, Tony, that relied on pure and raw athleticism and speed. He's not that big of a dude. He's flying around making plays. And when you hijack some of that because of injuries, you take that away and he's not the same player. He still tackles. He still got tackles this season. But he was not the same player as he was when they signed him to that extension. But I, I, I did bring that up earlier, talking to JMV yeah. from 93.5, The Fan. There, there's some of this that clearly is about where he is physically. And there's no one is discussing where this team is in terms of how they see a defensive plan. Gus Bradley, Shane Steichen's defense doesn't have a place for Shaquille Leonard. I mean, that's a little bit of what we're hearing here. Yeah, I think for the most part, there's also what people would want to describe and hope to see is a level of accountability from a head coach where we have not seen that in the past, whether it's Reich or Pagano. Now, I'll get to that accountability coming up in a minute because we'll see. But he was not the same in Gus Bradley's system. And with me, I'm kind of curious if Gus Bradley's even going to be here after this year you kind of wondered we went back to this you and i have all these conversations you know about this defense and how they've handled certain situations you know playing soft as they have i kind of wonder if gus bradley is going to be the guy moving forward remember shane Steichen was brought in and they kept gus bradley on that's a question for later but in the now it was clear that shaquille leonard was not the same player and he certainly wasn't the same player within this system and they found it necessary on an off day yesterday to surprise the NFL world and to cut him loose. Talking to JMV, the voice of sports in Indiana, you talk about the possibility of Gus Bradley not being here. That would signal to me that Shane Steichen was fully on board with waving uh, Shaquille Leonard, uh, that he wasn't going to be a part of this defense. It would say to me that Shane Steichen is the reason this is happening. My question is, was... Jim Irsay, a guy who needed to be convinced, did Jim Irsay agree? Or did Jim Irsay not even, you know, get to be a part of this? The decision was brought to him as opposed to he was asked for his blessing for the decision. No, I think he's asked for his blessing. I think they get him in on most of the decisions, especially one of this magnitude. So that, that part wouldn't surprise me at all. Now, I mentioned the new era of accountability, right? Um, a new era of accountability. We saw Deion Jackson earlier this season. Didn't have a good game week one. Uh, was demoted and then released. Daryl Baker Jr. didn't have a good game. Was demoted. So a lot of fans are suggesting this is a new era of accountability, which I'm assuming Chris Ballard's glad he's not a part of because his accountability would not have been a part of the first six years compared to going into year number seven. But a lot of people are suggesting that this is Shane Steichen putting his thumbprint on this organization and his roster. Either you play or you leave no matter who you are. I don't know if it's that cut and dry, Tony, but certainly there is some Shane Steichen in this. I mean, he is going to he's going to say, listen, you're either going to play or you're not in this case. I'm assuming that played a significant role as to what level. I'm not quite sure. Now uh, let's talk about. Uh, a little bit going forward. You're, you're Shaquille Leonard. 
And I had wondered whether or not there were issues in the locker room. And and maybe him complaining about not getting playing time led to levels of animosity, uh, whatever the case may be. Because we had heard through some reporting that he was told that he was going to be inactive, at least for Sunday's game and possibly uh, the rest of the season. And then the next day he's being waived. I didn't know if maybe he had asked for a trade or asked for something uh, to happen. Maybe it was creating some issues. But two hours later, as as we were discussing and you, you just brought up, there he is handing out free turkeys. So it doesn't seem to be, at least with some teammates, to be any level of, of issue there. You now take a look at the NFL looking at Shaquille Leonard. They know that he's physically not the same guy, but that doesn't mean he can't play better than I can. So is there a team that takes him? Is, there, is he going to clear waivers and there's a team that's going to want to pick him up under a new deal? Well, you know, there's not going to be a team. He's going to clear waivers because nobody's going to want to pay uh, the amount of money it's going to take to bring him on board um, right now, which I think is like six, you know, six million dollars or whatever the case I think is right now. Nobody's going to end up paying that. What's going to happen is he's going to end up getting a reboot. I wouldn't be surprised if somebody picked him up once he clears waivers, you know, on a new deal and you know, some place where he can possibly get a fresh start here down the stretch. That part wouldn't surprise me. But hey, Tony, here was my theory yesterday. And I don't have any signs that point that this was accurate, but it was surprising that they decided yesterday to let him go in that fashion. Um, and then you think about the Jim Irsay interview on Real Sports on HBO last night that aired for the first time, where he made that comment about Carmel Police and being wronged, and you know, rich white billionaire uh, was being Rid- ridiculous. So um, ridiculous! Is, it, I, it, it, I, it is, it's, it's absolutely ridiculous. And my first thought yesterday, Tony, is you could do this with Shaquille Leonard any time you chose that day. It just made me wonder whether or not you want to take uh, a little bit of the blow away from what you knew you were going to get at 10 o'clock on HBO on Tuesday night by, hey, you know what, let's go ahead and do this right now. I have zero evidence that that is the case whatsoever. That is the first thing that I thought of yesterday when I found out Shaquille Leonard was released. Yeah, in a conspiratorial world, uh, you can always find a, a, a way that these things connect. But for those who don't know, Jim Mersey did an interview with Andrea Kramer on Real Sports uh, there on HBO and said the reason he was pulled over uh, for or and taken in uh, for being under the influence uh, in Carmel, Indiana, was because he's a rich white billionaire. Uh, that's yeah. why they did it. Um, somebody has to in in that in that Ursay family has to start taking the keys away from Jim Ursay and not letting him do these things. It's it's well, an insult yeah. to Carmel Police. It is it is as irrational a statement as I may have ever heard. And I would say it to Jim Ursay directly. This is this is behind you. You've been able to get back in the good graces, and now you're like, hey, while I'm doing this interview, let me slam the Carmel cops? Yeah, That's hey, Tony, I could, not, I could not put it any better than you are right now, too. And you mentioned the rear view. That's 10 years ago, and you're past it. And then you bring it back up yourself after these 10 years. And granted, Tony, you and I and Matt Bear, all of us go to jail under those circumstances two years ago, no matter who we are. It, it JMV, I, I, I'm up against it, but the word yeah. petty is the only word that comes to mind, and I think the Ursay children have got to start asking exactly how much public exposure is needed here. He's just wrong, so tell him. Raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. 
Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time.